Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Having been on our screens now for almost 60 years and nearly 900 episodes later, Doctor Who has managed to inspire and amaze fans with some of the most iconic, unique and intelligent sci-fi put to television. However, buried deep in the Doctor Who vaults are hidden gems, unmade movies and discarded episodes that have been lost to time, space and production nightmares. Greetings, I'm Sally from Who Culture and on this list we'll be looking at 10 Doctor Who episodes that were never made. Number 10. Yellow Fever and How to Cure It In an episode penned by veteran Who writer and script editor Robert Holmes, the sixth Doctor was set to battle the plastic menaces known as the Autons. Having created the Autons back in 1970, this would have been Holmes's chance to bring his creations back to menace the Doctor after 14 years. Set to be filmed in Singapore, Yellow Fever would have seen the Rani allying with the Nestine consciousness and upgrading its Autons, equipping them with things like ricocheting bullets and flamethrowers and, thanks to being imprisoned by Unit, the Master ultimately joining with the Doctor and the Brigadier to thwart their adversaries. However, production was halted when the BBC announced that Doctor Who was to be on hiatus for 18 months. After massive fan backlash resurrected the show, there was no budget to film this expensive episode and it was ultimately scrapped. While the plastic foes have popped up in the path of the Sixth Doctor in various comics, novels and audio productions, Robert Holmes' Autons wouldn't return to our screens until the 2005 revival. Number 9. Genesis of the Cybermen In 1981, Cyberman co-creator Jerry Davis proposed an origin story similar to 1975's Genesis of the Daleks, where the Doctor would travel to the Cybermen's home planet long before their creation. Genesis of the Cybermen was to act as a prequel to Davis's 1966 adventure and would place the Doctor into the Metal Giant's history, even forcing him to help in their early development. But ultimately, the story wasn't produced. Cost issues initially set this episode back, but producer John Nathan Turner's interest further waned when he decided Earthshock was a stronger script, and he didn't want to include too many Cybermen stories in his run. The origins of the Cybermen and many elements from Davis's story would later be explored in Big Finish's audio adventure Spare Parts, and then in 2017's two-part finale, World Enough and Time, and The Doctor Falls. We're yet to actually see Mondas and the original Mondasian Cybermen's origin on screen, but at least we know we came close. 
Number 8. The Final Game One of the defining features of the Third Doctor era was his rivalry with the Master, expertly portrayed by the late Roger Delgado. Appearing as a consistent menace to the Doctor and unit from 71 to 73, the Master's relationship with the Doctor was often the focal point of many encounters. Originally introduced as the Moriarty to Doctor Sherlock Holmes, the Master's arc was to be concluded in 1973's The Final Game, written by Robert Sloman. Set to reveal more of both Time Lord's backstories, Sloman planned to give them a final, daring battle before the Master would have a change of heart and sacrifice his life for his old friend. But the script was left unproduced, following Roger Delgado's tragic, untimely death. With the production team deciding to write the character out entirely after Frontier in Space, the Master's story was left unresolved, until the character was brought back three years later, gross decaying and played by Peter Pratt in The Deadly Assassin. The final game story was eventually adapted into a non-profit audio series in 2018, and while Degado's performance as the Master has never been rivaled, who would want to imagine a Doctor Who without the Master? Number 7. Thin Ice Following the BBC cancelling Doctor Who for the second time in 1989, a whole season of adventures was lost. Included in this missing season was the return of the Ice Warriors, in an episode which would see the departure of companion Ace. Thin Ice, unrelated to the 2017 episode of the same name, featured the seventh Doctor and Ace arriving in a late 60s London, where the Ice Warriors lay trapped under the London dungeons. Awakening from their hibernation, two factions of the Warring Martians would use London as their battleground. This episode could have been epic, intending to feature scenes on Mars, giving us a chance to see the Ice Warriors on their home planet, something we had to wait until 2017 to see. And at the story's conclusion, Ace would have left the Doctor to join the Prydonian chapter on Gallifrey as its first human Time Lord. But alas, this episode and many others were lost to our screens due to some misguided decisions made back in the late 80s. Oh, Beebs, at least you eventually came to your senses. Number 6. Nelvana Animated Series Following Doctor Who's cancellation in 1989, the BBC instead turned to another form of media to carry on the Doctor's adventures, animation. Looking to Canadian animation studio Nelvana, the BBC hoped to reboot Doctor Who for younger audiences. By 1990, plans were underway for the animation company to reimagine and rejuvenate the show. Fueled by imagination and nearly 30 years of source material, they had at their fingertips nothing short of creative gold. And the at Nelvana were keen to include space battles, massive invasions, and bizarre alien planets, all without the budgetary constraints of the live-action series. There were various ideas for character designs inspired by actors like Christopher Lloyd and Jeff Goldblum, and even Sean Connery was borrowed for their cyborg version of the Master. However, the show disappointingly never came to be. The BBC cancelled the project at Nelvana and took their brand with them. And it wasn't until 2003's Scream of the Shalker and Sharda flash webcasts that Doctor Who actually received the animated treatment. Number 5. Doctor Who US Reboot The BBC's next attempt to rejuvenate Doctor Who was a joint US TV production, one which eventually led to the Fox TV movie featuring Paul McGann as the 8th Doctor. However, what eventually became Who History began as a plan for a new series, and the series we almost got would have been just 
weird. Prior to the 96 TV movie, working with Amblin Entertainment and under the executive production of Steven Spielberg, writer-producer John Leakley envisioned a total reboot of the show which would establish its own continuity rather than follow on from the classic series. Leakley's vision would see a half-human doctor leave Gallifrey in search of his father Ulysses, only to find himself on various adventures throughout time and space. In his completed series Bible, Leakley proposed that these adventures should largely consist of classic Doctor Who remakes featuring modern twists or Americanizations. Pitched remakes included now mostly lost serial The Celestial Toymaker from 66, The Demons from 71 but set in Salem, and 1982's Earthshock, which would have featured the piratical Cybes instead of the classic Cybermen. There were also proposals for a larger role for the Master and spider-like Daleks. And that's where we circle back to that, however. By 1994, Spielberg was unhappy with the scripts and he removed Leakley from the project. It wouldn't be long until Spielberg left the adaptation too, and the ball fell to Universal Television instead, resulting in the TV movie which helped pave the way for our beloved Doctor to get back onto our screens. Number 4. Doctor Who Meets Scratchman Long before 1996's TV movie, another Doctor Who movie was proposed. Known also as Doctor Who and the Big Game or Doctor Who Meets Scratchman, the script was conceived during breaks on the Doctor Who sets of 1974. Tom Baker in his first season as the Doctor, along with co-star Ian Martyr, began scripting a big-budget Doctor Who movie when not in front of the cameras. In it, the Doctor, Harry Sullivan and Sarah Jane Smith would face Daleks, Scarecrows, Cyborgs, and even the devil. Calling himself Harry Scratch, the devil would trick the Doctor and his friends into playing an epic intergalactic game centred around a remote Scottish island being overrun by scarecrows. The finale would see the heroes battling for survival against the Daleks on a huge pinball table. Definitely an idea the TV show couldn't afford with a BBC budget. With the script written and in talks with production companies, Tom Baker even got the legendary Vincent Price interested in portraying Scratchman. However, due to rights issues, lack of funding and a eventually Martyr and Baker's departure from the TV series, Doctor Who meets Scratchman was called off. For those of you still interested, it did receive its own novelization adaptation in 2019, entitled simply Scratchman. Number 3. The Six Doctors and The Return Now, this entry is kind of a two-for-one. We here at Who Culture do try to be the generous sort. 1983's 20th anniversary special The Five Doctors is beloved by fans. Strange to think, then, that if not for over-ambitious plot narratives, poor producer-performer relations, and the sacrifice of a Dalek episode, we may have gotten a very different special. The original episode written by Robert Holmes was titled The Six Doctors and would feature an additional, mysterious version of the Time Lord. The Doctors and their companions would be summoned to the lost planet of Maladoom before being trapped by the Master and the Cybermen. Whilst all this was going on, it would be revealed that the first Doctor, played by Richard Herndall, was a double agent, an evil android working for the Cybermen. In order to fund this 90-minute special, the production team removed another serial from production, a mysterious Lost Dalek episode called The Return. Little is known about The Return, but elements of the story would instead be used for the following year's resurrection of the Daleks. With the Six Doctors script becoming more complex and confusing as the writing process went on, it was dropped in favour of Terence Dick's version, the version we know and love today. Now titled The Five Doctors, Dick's initial script would change again when Tom Baker declined the project and production found themselves without a fourth Doctor. Rather than totally rewriting the script again, Dick's opted to use footage of the fourth Doctor from another infamous unfinished episode. Number 2. Sharda 
Possibly Doctor Who's most infamous unmade episode, Sharda is a curious case, as part of it was actually produced. Written by sci-fi mastermind Douglas Adams, then Doctor Who script editor, and, need I say more, creator of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Sharda was intended as the final serial of season 17, centering around the fourth Doctor and Time Lady Romana visiting old friend Professor Cronotis at Cambridge University. The story would feature a madcap villain and a lost Gallifreyan prison known as Sharda, with Professor Cronotis being revealed as a Time Lord renegade in possession of Sharda's coordinates, the villainous Skagra planned to stop by for a chat too. Like the Time Lord prison, the original TV episode of Sharda was abandoned, with less than half of Adam's script actually filmed. This was due to union strikes halting filming. When the strikes subsided, too much time and budget had been lost. Adams himself would use parts of the storyline as the basis for his Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency series, as well as later installments of Hitchhikers. However, Sharda wasn't the writer's only experience of his work on Doctor Who being unproduced. Number 1. The Cricket Men The Cricket Men was one of several stories Douglas Adams proposed to the Doctor Who production team in 1976. More obscure than Sharda or his more famous Doctor Who works like City of Death in 79, the Cricket Men featured the fourth Doctor arriving at a cricket match, only to find out it was the end of the universe. The Doctor would then attempt an intergalactic fetch quest to stop the android Cricket Men from building a weapon from cricket paraphernalia and turning the universe to dust. After the idea was declined by script editor Robert Holmes, Adams began retooling the story as a feature film. Inspired by Tom Baker's attempts to make Doctor Who meet Scratchman, Adams took the screenplay to Paramount Pictures, to no avail. The BBC blocked the film due to rights issues, rights issues they refused to discuss with Adams, and, unable to come to an agreement, The Cricket Men was dismantled, and instead used for life, the universe, and everything, the third Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy novel. It is amazing, and baffling, to think that one of the UK UK's revolutionary sci-fi geniuses was so rejected by one of the UK's only mainstream sci-fi outlets. Let's hope they've learned some lessons, eh? ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.